Welcome to Real Everyday People, an Eladio Nino podcast. You either die the hero or see yourself become the villain. See too many dark nights and light the way you're living. They got me living. The plot is vivid in the blast conditions. It's like you hopeless at the bar. You decide to give it. Man, Mother Nature has been playing games with my emotions. One day is full of sunshine. The next day she's pouring on us. I don't even know what to do with myself. But you know what, man? You know life is an emotional roller coaster sometimes. But at the end of the day, I've been making the best of it. So before I get started, man, I got a few shout-outs. Shout-out to my man, Edward Martell, and the Martell Law Firm. Hashtag Mr. Not Guilty. If you got a dope case anywhere from Southwest to Inkster, holla at my man, Edward Martell. He will get you together. Big (laughs) shout-out to my brother, Zoe, at L.A. Landscaping. And uh, shout-out to my man in Flint, my brother, Troy uh, Troy Gallantine. Big shout-out to you and John Metallic. I appreciate your guys' sponsorship. Much love to you guys. July 7th, July 7th, July 7th, baby. Do not. Miss it. It's this Friday. It's going to be live action. It's the El Nino podcast, Summer Bash. I got a long list of performances. One of the performances is here with us today, but I'm going to tell you all about it here in a little bit. But I'm telling you what, this is not the one you want to miss. We got an out code uh, dunk tank uh, uh, slew uh, of of, uh, hood celebrities that are going to be on there. So come (laughs) on through and uh, and shoot your shot, man, and try to dunk your favorite hood celebrity. You know, come have fun. It's going to be family friendly, but uh, we're going to shut it down at the DHDC 1211 Trumbull July 7th come on through don't miss it it's going to be all the way live we're going to have the coldest vendors we're going to have Hibachi Me 313 we got my man uh, uh, Snoop the Chef hit him up he's going to have the soul food and uh, so many so many more man so just don't miss you got to be there to believe it but today I got a special special guest uh, coming on today um, you know these are my co-workers they're the shit um, you know they got a lot going on they take care of a lot of business they uh, you know they aid and assist people uh, in the community they ha- all have their own personal stories their own personal talents and uh, today uh, you know today is the day where they're going to come here and share the part of themselves with you guys so without no further ado um, we got the urban graphics uh, department here and uh, we got Natalie Rivera on Hi. this side we got Isabella Torres Isabel Hello. Isabel Torres Isabel. Izzy is and then we got Anita Zavala over there what's up you y'all know? What up, though? What up, though? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, we got a lot to talk about, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I think we're going to start with over here with Natalie Rivera. Yay. <laughs> 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 Nat, tell them a little bit about yourself, some of your talents, some of your projects, and, you know, what you do for a living and why you do it. Um, for a living, I run the Urban Graphics Print Shop at DHDC. Um, I do all the green printing, sublimation, direct-to-garment printing, banner printing. If you guys need flyers, business cards, literally anything, I got you. Um, And then my talents are, um, I'm an artist. Um, I just create almost literally everything. NJ Rivera. Yeah, hit me up on Instagram, NJ period Rivera. Um, I do a lot of art, and yeah, that's basically she does. She's got some awesome paintings, you guys. She's also going to be vendoring at the El Nino Podcast Summer Bash. You guys got to come check her out, show her some support. She's got some dope art pieces. I mean, very creative, man. And uh, she's know. a graphic designer Thank as you. well. Yes, yes, yes. yes. very talented graphic designer. Very. She's honestly so for a very everybody good out she there, does it all, y'all. who you guys are artists, you guys got a small business, whatever you got doing, promote yourself. Come to Urban Graphics. If you don't have a logo, you can come see Nat 
and she'll sit down with you and she'll help you create your logo, man. And uh, and and that's one of the steps that you got to do to be able to get out there and promote yourself and build bridges and network with people, especially Preach. at an event like mine. Yeah. You know. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. She'll get you together. Thanks. <laughs> I didn't even get a logo on there in enough time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, that's uh, you want your business cards, you want stickers done, you want banners done. You know, these are the ones you want to holler at. They'll help you. Um, I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because I want them to be able to speak on everything they got going on. But, you know, they, they, they do contribute a lot to the community. They bring a lot uh, to the table. And uh, the biggest thing is, you know, they uplift people. You know what I'm saying? They educate people uh, and, uh, and they help people uh, just, just level up in their game. Wherever you're at, you mess with them, and they're going to get you where you're trying to go, man, for sure. Yeah. So uh, so we got Izzy Is over here, Isabel Torres. What's Tell them a little up, bit about yourself. Everybody kind of know who you is, for sure. Do they? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hood celebrity. Hood celebrity. What's up, guys? So, um, well, now you know my real name. Isabel Torres, but I work at um, DHDC for Fantasma and Urban Graphics with Natalie and Anita. Um, so we do a lot of stuff back there. I assist Anita in the business entrepreneurship stuff that we do in the building, and I assist Natalie where I can in the print shop with her as well. But we're kind of like a three-woman dream team back there. We have a lot going on behind the scenes. Um, we're doing a lot of business networking event, reaching mm -hmm. events, reaching out to small businesses, one-on-one um, -on -one business classes, and it just has a lot of stuff that's behind the scenes in there, and we're kind of taking care of that. Um, but yeah, we're super excited. Alavio is co-hosting an event with us at Fantasma, collabing, I guess is the word I would say. His summer bash on July 7th, we're super excited. Um, and I will also be one of the performers there, because if you don't know, I'm Baby Bell, and she's one of the. <laughs> she's also one of the hood celebrities that will be getting dunked. Oh, yes. yeah, I she am one of the, the hood celebrities well. that will be in the dunk tank. Dunk tank. I will be the first one after Eladio. Four balls so for five dollars, man. Come shoot your Four shot. balls for five dollars. Ten you for twenty. There, you got to get there at six o'clock. Sink you my shot ass, at your dog, man. Yep. Come see me, man. See me what you got. You know. This the most important one. But Bell also though. Bell also gonna be performing an exclusive song, a summer banger. Uh, I got a sneak peek of it. Uh, you guys definitely don't want to miss it. It's going to be all the way live. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love the fact that you're performing. I always encourage her because she does really, really good at doing cover songs, but she also does even better when she writes her own music and performs her own music. So I'm always on her head about, you know, getting up there and, and pouring her heart into her own work. And uh, she's going to be able to reveal that here at the El Nino Podcast Summer Bash. I can't wait. Don't miss it. You know what I'm saying? Excited about it. You know, I'm very excited. Aladio was one of the first people to ever encourage me to start making my own music and push myself out there. So it's really cool to do it in his domain. But yeah. ain't no doubt. And Anita Zavala, she is a boss in her own right. What's up? Talk Big Neat Neat, though. Let me know what it is and what it ain't. Director in the house. That's me. Um, I'm the director of the Entrepreneurship and Wealth Building Department at DHDC. So we do... Um, at all in terms of business development, small business development. Um, we do our Phantasma Market and Cafe, which we do every Friday. I'm sure you guys are gonna be out there this Friday. Um, but every Friday we have a vendor market. Um, so there's space for 20 small businesses to generate revenue, get their business name out there. Um, we only charge $10 a piece. So just really to make sure they show up. Uh, 
but to utilize our footprint in Corktown is really what it's up to because uh, retail space in Corktown is expensive and we've got space. Um, so we curate a different event every Friday to bring in a new customer base. Uh, we've had drag shows, we've had um, comedy shows, open mics. Our open mic last week was lit. Havana we had, night. yeah, Havana mm -hmm. night. So many Salsa different Pachata. talented people. We've got a Fiesta Fantasma coming up. Um, for our open mics, we do a $350 cash prize. We did the um, El Nino podcast reunion. We about to do the yep. El Nino podcast summer bash. We did the barbershop. Oh, man, yep. we did everything. We're doing um, a Lovers and Friends event at the end of the summer, a family carnival day. Lovers and Friends, what that Yeah, mean? like 90s. It 90s style. Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh -huh. I thought it would sound like a swingers event. Oh, not the, uh, no. Listen, oh, no. not on a Friday. Talk to me on a Saturday. No, <laughs> take it down. But so that's one aspect of what we're up to, and um, I think the girls undersell how busy we are because we are a three-person team. We put on thirty-three events a year um, with our market. In addition to running a complete print shop and getting customer orders out, and Natalie designing everything. Um, in addition to running a small business development program. So we are, like Isabel said, we're doing uh, small business classes. We do six-week classes, side hustle to CEO. I know everybody in the hood, we all got a side hustle. Um, how oh, do we take that business. to the next level? How do we take it out of um, kind of just doing it cash basis into really registering your business, uh, getting your EIN, applying for funding, making a business plan, understanding what... Um, budget projections are and I go through and teach everybody how to do that how to set up your social media Isabel's extremely talented at social media Natalie's better than me they'll, they'll help you build a website all of that they can so bring up your merch I mean they can get you yeah. all the way together they've done everything that I've needed to help me uh, boost I mean all my banners I mean all my business cards my stickers my merch I mean everything I mean even when I started out my podcast they even contributed microphones and everything like they've been showing me nothing but love and support since I started this project and now it's just a thing it took a life of its own you know what I'm saying yeah. and uh, you know I just I, I love the direction that we're headed in I love what you guys have done for me but more so what you guys do for the community because there are so many people out there who grind every day you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying and so many of us get stuck in that you know survival mode you know what I'm saying yeah. but you know when when they sit down with you and they talk about their ideas and plans and budgeting and just having goals and having a mission now it's like you can see some growth you can see the future you can see a little bit of prosperity uh being organized i mean like she's gonna absolutely educate you on how to operate a business and there's so much you know to it that you don't even think about you know like yeah you for know. sure when you're operating a business you're just doing you're grinding entrepreneurs are risk takers they're grinders you have to be real self-disciplined and you're just out here trying to chase those dollars like every day but then to sit back and see is this profitable or am i running and chasing my tail um those are some of the things that we kind of go through in our class our classes are completely free um, we also offer one-on-one -on -one coaching where i'll sit down with you for an hour every other week weekly monthly whatever is suits your uh, schedule and kind of really figure out what you need and how we get you to where you want to go we also do um classes in spanish yeah so we have the same class in spanish uh that just started week before last and that'll be every friday ongoing for the next four fridays in a row from 4 30 to 6 o'clock which is really exciting too to make sure everybody in our community 
can benefit from their services. I mean, you guys are always in there multitasking. You guys are always <laughs> working on projects, printing. It's up the ADHD. Shirts. Yeah, it literally works. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you guys are all on the same page. You guys are all in sync with each other. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When I come into the workshop, you guys are all at work. Everybody doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, just, just to see, uh, you know, just how you guys have contributed even to a lot of, a lot of artists, like just whether they were, um, you know, clothes designers or whether they were, you know, artists who entertain or whatever it may be, like you guys had a service that you guys could provide for them to help them and help them elevate. Um, That's you know, um, intentional. You know. um, we have 33 opportunities a year with all of our events to showcase um, artists because artists are businesses too um, to make sure that we showcase a different genre of art every week whether it be fashion designers we have two fashion shows a, a year um, with all local Detroit designers uh, last show had 14 different designers it was off the hook um, our next show is coming up in September so we definitely support fashion designers we support uh, comedians we support uh, visual artists we have a gallery nights um, and then performing artists. So we do anybody who sings or raps or uh, DJs. Um, there's paid performance opportunities. drag queens. Yeah. Like. So they come out and perform, but they're getting paid to perform, so they're earning money too. Dancers. You know, so. and, and it's crazy because mm -hmm. you guys don't just do this for your professional life. You guys do this in your own personal life too. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that's why, because um, Anita was saying that she says me and Nan kind of like downplay how much work we do and like how much we put into this. But I think it's because there's also a level of passion behind it for all of us. And it, I really love my job and I can speak for Natalie in the sense I think I think you like your job. I do like my job. Yeah. She better um, like a job. <laughs> she better, I like my job. But um, because we are honestly working overtime most of the time you know what i mean putting in extra hours planning doing social media doing behind the scenes work grant mm. writing stuff that she's doing there's emails invoices people we're getting in contact with people we're talking to in person out of person meetings um vendors that are coming up to us meeting us just to get their stuff set up we're talking to people and doing things all the time but um our job also gives us a level of creative freedom and mm -hmm. we are able to create something in the space that we work in and it's it's beautiful it's like my favorite thing ever because if you're gonna have to push and work towards something like i don't know i just want it to be some towards something that we all love doing and bringing back opportunities to our own community because our families have all struggled. We've all seen For sure. and been a part of generations of Hispanic families in the hood who are just trying to get by. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's cool to like bring a level of something we all love doing that's also going to piece our hood back together and give our people... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like motivation and a backbone to like keep their ideas pushing. Cause a lot of the times there isn't education and simple, just accessible education to the community. That's gonna let them know what the next steps are. So a lot of the times we give up on our dreams too fast because you get scared when you don't know when you're uncertain. For sure. You know, I give tours all the time. Like, that's one of the things that I've, I've gotten good at over the years. We're the most exciting department, right? <laughs> Ain't no we doubt are, about we it. We are. You guys are one of the It's messy, but it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's one of the most I know, impressive, I know, is real guess. qualitative. <laughs> but, um, God dang, I forgot what the hell I was going to say now. <laughs> you said you give tours all the oh, time. Oh, yeah. So, every time I give tours now, 
it's like um when as i'm hearing myself give these tours i'm like man we really do a lot for the community for the youth like there's so much programming you know what i'm saying that's available for the community and and it's for free and people are like this is for free i'm like you get all this mm -hmm. for free we provide wraparound services for your whole family your children i mean from the age of five years old and up we have programming we have counseling we have like everything and i'm like damn like i wonder what kind of upbringing i would have had had i would have had those resources you know what i'm saying like how much different our lives could have been if we would have had those type of resources and programs available for us you know i mean you know times have changed you know what i'm saying um you know politicians clearly uh were trying to you know change laws policies try to come up you know with new procedures that work to help change you know the community and you know from the gun violence and domestic violence and drug violence and substance abuse and ever all the shit that comes with the shit you know mm -hmm. what i mean but what is the the root cause of all the violence a huge majority of it is money and lack of money and trying to get money um and trying to live the lifestyle that we all deserve um but don't have the means to obtain because we had shit education um there aren't a lot of opportunities it's detroit one of the most impoverished cities in the country so yeah there's a lot of challenges and it's exciting to work in our department um dhcc does a lot of work on healing families um our department is fun we don't really deal with trauma we deal with money <laughs> we deal with hope <laughs> with, uh, I deal with the world trauma. building they and the events building. yeah which is really <laughs> the next level in community development is developing generational wealth um and stability um and even just a comfortable lifestyle you know so er not everybody in detroit but most people in detroit have at least one side hustle if not two or three mm -hmm. um and you are business people even if you're hustling selling bags you're a businessman you're a salesperson get that um, LLC. yeah listen there <laughs> are LLC. ways to use those exact same skill sets and to monetize that in a legitimate and legal way um where you can be highly successful you so it's turning those skills you know into me, something me and martel we had that same conversation we were talking about how the skills that we had that we applied to you know the streets survival mm -hmm. you know hustling networking you know all that type of stuff all of that when we switched them skills over to a different and applied it to a whole different path it was still the same game you know what i'm saying but this time <laughs> mm -hmm. i ain't got to worry about going to jail i can't i now i ain't got to worry about You're them taking nothing almost, from me um better equipped to handle the business world not having come from money um not having been educated at, at a high level business school because you have hustle and hustle can't be taught you can't learn hustle you can't learn grit you're born with it because you you got it out of struggle you know I, I i'm gonna be honest man i i've hustled my whole life and i never got to where i felt like i should have been or i deserved to be and all my friends around me like they became so successful you know in the game and um i just always wondered why why me like why am i always the one building the bridges providing the resources everybody's eating except me you know what i'm saying and um I just used to be so frustrated with myself because it's like how you know I always looked at friendship as unconditional I don't care if we're doing business or not if you're my friend I love you our friendship is going to reflect in everything that we do mm -hmm. and then people are like you can't live like that you can't thrive like that you can't ever grow like that because you got to learn how to separate friendship from business mm -hmm. you know what I mean and I'm learning that today but the thing is 
you know, my mother raised me to help people, to take care of people. She never really raised me and taught me how to take care of myself. You know what I'm saying? So at, at the age mm -hmm. I am now, I'm really starting to learn that. But more than anything, I feel so deserving and I'm just tired of just, um, you know, having all these gifts, you know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and, and just doing what is right for everybody, but, but not taking care of myself and making sure that I'm eating as well. You know what I mean? The and thing is you can't help anybody if you're not eating you won't be able to help a soul you won't be able to promote another business another music group uh give another hood story if you can't afford to do it and then um, also so you eating is where it starts for sure and then also sometimes as a person um because like i had to go through this too you have to change your perspective of what success meant to you before and reevaluate what that means to you now because when i think about you and most people that speak about you if they have heard of you speak of you in nothing but high terms mm -hmm. because what you're doing putting giving people a um, space to tell their story and promote their businesses and things like that while also just being a good man a man of his word um a friend someone like you know what i mean um that to me is a successful person because you you're provided for successful. you thank have you, you. you know what i mean that. you have a job you love a community that loves you you we call you the hood steve harvey for a reason you, you got that I mean? steve harvey fashion you a, sense you got a beautiful <laughs> life and you got a platform and you're putting people on it so even if you feel like you're not reaping from that yet i think you really are but another thing that i've noticed people that grow up in detroit and constantly are having to push through a struggle and constantly whether that be society your parents whatever telling you you're not doing good enough you realize as you reach these steps because you've just been doing nothing but growing an old you that sees you right here but's down here already thinks that you've reached success but since you're standing here you think you need to be here mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying run your own so, race yeah run your own race you're not and competing don't with anyone don't look at what everybody else is up to because you can always look at somebody else always has more Somebody else always has more, but more does not equal happiness. It equals struggle too, a whole different type of struggle because now they're struggling to maintain that lifestyle, you know? Oh, I say it all the time. It's so, one thing to obtain everything and it's another to maintain, to maintain Sometimes it's okay to just bank the money and not show what you have and just be at peace and have money to travel and be just be cool. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Like that's, that's success, right? Peace of mind. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I, I've lived a, a life of just, you know, just so much uh, hecticness, you know, in my life since childhood. I mean, I was a hell raiser. You know, I gave my mom so much hell. I put myself through hell. I put my community, my family <laughs> through so much shit. Not the you whole community through hell. You know, spray not that much hell. He was locked up I most mean, of it. Shit. You good. You know, but, you know, just <laughs> honestly, <laughs> though, like but, but just to be where I'm at today, though, you know, I, I thought that what I was was that was what I was always going to be. And I, I was never, you know, prepared, you know, for the growth that I went through, but I embraced it. And uh, and I can honestly say that I, I'm proud to be the man that I am today. You know, what I'm saying a man of <clears throat> moral standards, a higher standards, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying a man of integrity, um, you know, t understanding the true concept of love, respect and loyalty. I'm proud of the man you are today. I think we all are. Okay, we all very are. proud of Agreed. you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you guys. Right. You know, Listen, bring the hood <laughs> together. But tell our stories, too, which is yeah. really important because no one else cares. I just feel like I wasn't supposed to make it. You know what I'm saying? And but you but did. You know, yeah. Plot but twist. you did. Yeah, yeah for yep. sure. No doubt about it, man. <laughs> and, uh, you need hype women. 
We got you. We are you. We got yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you guys been turned up since you guys got here. You guys have been super turned. I was like, this is going to be an awesome episode <laughs> for sure. And it's just like that in the office. When you guys are in there, it's like you guys got the snacks laid out. Like, you know, That's you know, man. She keeps us. We always got work. all the snacks. Yep. Plush in snacks. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Because, listen, that's another life lesson. Like, don't think, and I'm not going to put none of, none of our business on the line. But we're going through shit every single week. I'm not going to lie. It's yeah. one of us. One of us is going through some fucking life altering bullshit <laughs> every single week, stress, every trauma, single month. Drama. Stress, trauma, drama, health, poor, you know, whatever poor it health. is. Poor health. <laughs> poor health. Poor but health. <laughs> we still have vibes always because how are you going to like love life and like appreciate just like appreciate what going you have on yeah if you're not like just being high on life like we're always back in the print laughing. shop cracking up laughing playing music but we're working we get it done like mm-hmm. you gotta laugh it. you gotta laugh you gotta have a sense of humor you can't come work with us seriously yep. not everyone can sit at our round and table. i've seen so many like local artists like um <laughs> like blight come through there uh manny, fresh 51 i mean every time i go in there i see my screens with my logos on there i'm like okay you el know. nino podcast in the house <laughs> the real everyday <laughs> people <laughs> <laughs> Get that on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you don't got. Can you that be his outro? Can you like edit it and make it his outro? <laughs> Man, he could do all this. They do be in there. Oh yeah, legal aliens. They be in there. Uh-huh. Hey, you Brian. know what? I was uh, I was with Emilio Cuevas earlier, and he was showing me a bunch of footage that he had recorded from the reunion that that I had in December mm-hmm. and man he got a bunch of dope footage of everybody though so I'm why, like, did he, why did he give it well, to you well, where's, what he's where's doing it at? what's up where's it at though well, share he, your footage people don't hoard your footage don't hoard it well what it is is share he, the art. he wanted to edit it because uh, me and Amelia are going to be working on a documentary about my life Oh, oh so you heard it here. So he's been Netflix coming special. to every event. Um, he's got footage of you know my homecoming. Uh, he was actually there with the entourage of family I had when I got released from prison. The police were That's chasing beautiful. him off the premises because you're not allowed to record on the premises. So Ooh, he was video. He said, "Stop me!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he got footage of me going in a parole office, and you know, just a bunch of footage from the day I got out all the way till now. That's beautiful. And, uh, that's so that's why he hasn't put it out now. But, but I, I it but was my you don't first time. feel successful. They're making a whole movie about See you. See what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Me? When I like I my know. movie, that's what I like. Right. right? I mean, right. not to be. <laughs> Who's making movies? Oh. I'm touching shit. I got the plug on that. Diesel, what up, though? Man, them guys making it happen. It seemed like every month them guys are putting out a new movie. You look on Tubi, that's all you see are Detroit movies, man. If it ain't something with uh, uh, McGraw. I thought we were checking out OnlyFans, so that's good. No, <laughs> I was a little concerned, but okay, that's good. Yeah, Tubi's no a little doubt. cleaner. A touch cleaner. <laughs> Man, I did, did I did like three movie premieres. Like I done tapped into the whole to the whole uh you know cast of McGraw Ave and they're all so talented. They got, you know, directors, co directors, writers, co director, act I mean like they do everything, you know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to tap y'all in too, man, because they said that they need Latino <laughs> actors and actresses, you know? <laughs> And uh, I'm tr- I'm trying to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother resource. I mean, yeah. eventually when I get my money up, maybe I can do. I a could cry movie. on cue. You can. That's well, the cancer shit. in her. Yep. I'll turn my mom voice on in a hot second. See. Hot <laughs> second. Get my chunkla off. Nan can be what? the manic older sister. No. <laughs> She's manic. 
I am an older sister. Crazy. Too. <laughs> and artistic. So Anita. Yes, sir. What what what's it like growing up Zavala? Oh man, Chaotic. that's a loaded ass question. Yeah, <laughs> it is that's its own um, growing, growing up Zavala. I mean oh, shit. my Zavala side of the family. <laughs> Damn. I don't even I don't really so you fuck got with Angie all of them. Reyes, like, this is so my mother. mom is my mom's side of the family is like Sound of Music and my dad's side of the family is like Scarface. So <laughs> um <laughs> if you wanna know what it's like, yeah, that's really what it was like. Like literally my mom's side of the family, Christmas, there's they're all musicians and they're playing Christmas carols and singing in harmony, like forty people and there's Santa and there's gifts and my dad's side of the family, everybody's drunk, turned up, like there's no Christmas carols. <laughs> we might eat Christmas dinner at 2 a.m. Um, if we're lucky, mm-hmm. like, because everybody, it's just different. It's just two different worlds, you know, so. Yeah, um, no doubt about it, man. But both sides of the family have been here in Detroit. My great-grandparents both grew up on uh, in Corktown in the okay. Bagley area. Um, so they've and, been here for a and, long time. And you guys are part Maltese as well right yeah my grandmother is Maltese her parents emigrated here so uh, she grew up in Corktown my grandfather on my mom's side uh, came from Mexico when he was 19 okay. um, to be the organist at Holy Trinity for our father Kern. oh okay wow yeah you guys yeah. got some history and then here. other side of the family one of my great grandfather had to change his name because he was wanted in another state um, okay. When he came up here, so that, that side happens, of the family's last happens. name isn't even their last name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my great grandmother had a boarding house. Uh, she pulled Dang. her gun out uh, on people on a regular basis. She was small and mighty. The first gun I ever shot was hers. Um, you know, so it's a different type of family. That family, the money on that side of the family came from uh, hustling, you know? for real from hustling so yeah, it's just I, a I different a different type of thing I but then my dad went he's a uh, retired detroit firefighter so okay. that was cool um have scary some, have something positive scary <laughs> growing up in the 80s and 90s and every time you hear a fire truck when the whole hood's burning down it could be your dad right um and then my mom is my mom who's put her life work into saving the community so i would say my parents are superheroes both of them that's dope that's good that's good and then all that is is inside of you you know what i'm saying i mean yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then just learning how to manage everything you know what i mean it's a fine line i didn't like i didn't get to i didn't get to grow up with my father but my whole relationship with my father was built while i was in prison and um and the more that i got to know my father i got to know myself and um and then just understanding my mother and my father, who they are, where they come from, you know, just, you know, their strengths, their weaknesses, their pet peeves, whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying? I wanted mm-hmm. to understand myself, so I had to understand who they were and where they come from. And um, and then just, like, understanding who I am and learning how to manage them things and being aware of, of uh, like, my father was an alcoholic, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. So it's like... You know, if 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 you entertain that type of shit, it could possibly become. You know what I'm saying? It could become self-destructive as well. You know, like For it sure. just some types of things run in the family. You know, even alcoholism and workaholic run in my family. 
So I tend to stick to the more workaholic side and try not to drink when I'm upset. Mm-hmm. I try to drink to turn up and have fun and not drink when I'm emotional. Has been my kind of guiding principle not to follow down those paths. Yeah. Um, and say no to, to well, at least cocaine drugs. <laughs> <laughs> say no to say no to <laughs> drugs. Um, but you know, I grew up with a, a, a crack addicted stepfather, so oh. that will turn you off to any cocaine drugs when your stepfather's you taking your microwave and your toaster any given day you don't have oh one. yeah that's you know terrible I mean? man i yeah. had an uncle he used to do shit like that once Crack a kids week, in the house is a motherfucker everybody was kicking <laughs> uncle ruben's ass he done stole somebody's tv yeah. radio rest of peace uncle ruben but he but will find <laughs> everything too goddamn it i even had to kick his ass one time man i came up i had a i had a uh you remember them kids banks they look like baby bottles so i had a whole bunch of dollars in it folded up oh, and, yeah. the damn, oh, and the thing was full already you know and man, one day I was like, man, where Uncle Ruben at? Because he was known for stealing some shit. <laughs> I done went upstairs. The bottle was half empty. I said, oh, hell no. Uncle Ruben done got I mean, me. Man, at least listen. he only got you for half. Listen. <laughs> hey, look what happened. Like, listen, my crackhead was the whole thing with a bang on. <laughs> Quick. Yeah, yeah, you right. Quick. But I asked him. I said, Uncle Ruben, I said, you took the money? He said, I swear to God, I didn't take nothing. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to I God. I got to shake his God. ass down. I shook his ass down. <laughs> and he still had the dollars folded up just the same way. It was in his pocket. I said, Uncle Ruben, you something else, man. God dang, man. Yeah. Crack is a hell of a drug. Ain't it no is. Cocaine but then is when they come around with those great deals and that ladder for $10, you're like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Got the whole Milwaukee <laughs> drill know, set for uh, you. Yeah, like, you know, there's <clears throat> pros and cons, right? Yep. Pros and cons. <laughs> Nat, what inspires your art? I've seen some of your art that I swear, man, I, I'm like, man, this is so dope. Like, where does it come from? Is it personal? Is it just creativity? Do you paint your emotions? Do you it's paint depression. your thoughts? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, no. Um, she <laughs> went dark on him. I was all light and inspirational. She yeah, killed yeah, yeah, all no, that shit. Is depression. It yeah. is, the key is depression. Um, but also, yeah, a lot of my art is inspired by, like, my emotions, just, like, and experiences. Um, I like to make it colorful, though, so it's depression, but make it cute, you know? Yeah. <laughs> make it cute. Keep it cute. I love it. I love it. No, it's it Depression, but, but make like, it pop. Lighthearted. Lighthearted depression. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so do all your do all your uh, paintings? Do they have titles to them? Um, some of them do. Some of them I don't know what to name them, so I don't. I'm like, oh yeah, I just drew this. Um, and then a lot of it sometimes too, I'm like, you know what would be cool? And a lot of people think I'm on drugs, but I really don't do any. <laughs> she does zero drugs, I, guys. I do zero drugs. Hundred percent. Um, yeah. Nothing. No, like, seriously, it blows I don't. my mind on a regular. Um, I smoke some weed now, like, but that's about it. But a lot of people will be looking at my art and they're like, oh my God, you are tripping hard as hell. Off because of this. she gives psychedelical metaphysical art. And I'm just like, art. you know what? No, I just thought that would be cool as shit if I, like, you know, did this. And I'm like, I'm just living through my siblings. They do all the drugs. I just, I sit there and watch. <laughs> 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 Who got you into art? Um, Nobody. It was me, myself. Um, <laughs> depression. Ain't nobody uh, getting credit for shit. Huh? No, um, I do have a lot of artists in the family, but um, none of them sat down and taught me how to draw. So I taught myself. Um, okay. Literally, I've been drawing for years. And in fourth grade, my teacher actually pushed me. Like We had an assignment. We had to copy an image out of a magazine. 
and I was gonna draw like a cute baby like you know it was a cartoon one she literally took the magazine out of my hand she's like no you're drawing the cover and it's like a home goods one with a lady in the front of it <laughs> I drew the shit out of that first of all <laughs> I was like oh she's like no I'm about to push you I'm like yeah hell yeah you did and then ever since then I just been I kept on with it so did you start out with like pencil pen um like even like even to get into paint because like there's so many levels to to you know being an artist and it's and like painting is like knowing the colors the color tones the blends uh water paint she's from, so you know, good at color all theory. that type of stuff so i actually started doing pencil and pencil and pen for years and mm -hmm. i never got my first like set of like actual paints like acrylic paints until i was like in my 20s and I got it myself, and I started playing around with it, and I'm, I never went to school for it. I couldn't afford it. One, two, my mom had literally just passed away, like, me graduating high school, so I lost my scholarships, lost my financial aid. Um, Damn, I'm sorry to hear about that. No, it's Damn. okay. It, years ago, it happened. Yeah, but I, um, I couldn't go to school, couldn't go to CCS. I got accepted to CCS. Got accepted to um, the Art <laughs> Institute of <laughs> Chicago. Um, but I couldn't go because I couldn't afford it, so I literally had to home teach myself everything. And that's crazy, man, how money, I mean, paper, money paper can it. dictate and determine the direction that your life goes in. You know, what I, I don't care how babies. blessed, <laughs> how gifted you are, how intelligent, how smart, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel like the, the richest poor man in the world, you know what I'm saying? But it's things Better like that. Better be the richest poor man than the poorest rich man. Ooh, oh, shit. That was real. That was real shit. Yeah. 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 Like, Put it on a hat or a t-shirt or whatever. Yeah, no I doubt only regret be the next to school, logo. though, only because of the connections. I feel like everything that revolves around art school is just connections. That's mm -hmm. true. Yeah, no It's the doubt. same with any school, though. Yeah. Like, you don't go to Harvard Business School to learn business. You go to Harvard Business School to have connections. Yeah. You know what I mean? CCS is the Harvard of art schools. So just the fact that she got into that school is crazy how talented she is. So what do you do? You're vent you vendor all your art, right? Yeah, um, yeah, sometimes. Okay. No, she don't. <laughs> sometimes. She there goes to. that depression again. <laughs> I just, I get in these moods where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do any of that. And then I'm like, she oh, you has, know what? I do. In my opinion, true chaotic artist energy. Like when you know you think of a classic artist and you're like, they were a little crazy. That's her. And I love it. So She's do, you, do, you, do you print your art on like t-shirts and... I think you haven't you made stickers out of some of your art pieces before? Some, some I make T-shirts out of some, make stickers out of some. Okay. Others, I'm just like, uh, I don't like you that much. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put more effort into you either. And that's one thing about being an artist is mm -hmm. you, you know you're the hardest on yourself. You're your own worst critic. Mm -hmm. I I sit in my living room and I'll just be drawing. And my brother walks by. He's like, Oh my gosh, Nan, this is this is freaking amazing. You got to post this. I'm like, mm, I don't like it. He's like, well, What the fuck? You just spent like six hours doing this. I'm like, It's just how I am. I don't like it. If I don't like it, I don't like it. And I won't. I'm my biggest critic. So would you say that art is like therapy for you? Is it therapeutic? It is. And at the same time, it's not because I can't force myself when I'm feeling down to do art. And it literally has to be like a real specific situation to where I'm just like, oh, I can make art out of this. Like heartbreak. No problem. Gotcha. You're making art. I'm like Taylor Swift. Do you take like... <laughs> <laughs> 
do you take <laughs> like <laughs> like do you take like customized orders or do you just do your art and then people just buy it or do people like come to you say she hey, rolled her eyes <laughs> can you do that because like so when i when i was in prison i used to make holiday cards for a living yeah, that, that's, that's that was beautiful. part of my hustle i love that but the thing is i love to do it when i felt like it but as a running a business i had to do it on request you know what i'm saying I so it wasn't fun you know it's it wasn't fun like it was fun. when i'm doing it on my time it's therapeutic it's fun i'm very creative but it's like when now i'm chasing money i gotta fulfill orders no. like it's not even fun like that when they know? gave me He's creative freedom like, like legal aliens did with their um baby in the baby angels in the sky one that one was that one was fun i'll do something like that but if it's just if it it has to relate to the kind of art that i do like somebody be like oh can you do graffiti this style or can you do this i'm like no that's i don't so what kind of art do you do i don't know i told you <laughs> it's, it's psychedelic <laughs> metaphysical but like, like i don't know how like oh it's whimsical it's ethereal like you're giving this i'm like mm-hmm. i don't i don't know what to categorize ethereal it psychedelic metaphysical pop art pop art <laughs> So what do you guys think about this new law about not texting and driving? I love it. I thought it was already a fucking law. Like, yeah. why are we acting like I this mean, is I drive new. a stick shift. I'm new. not texting and driving a damn No, thing. it's new. But like our ho- my whole existence, I'm t- almost 20. <coughs> I turned 20 on July. <laughs> not all of 20 Whoa. years. <laughs> all of my 20 years. Um, all I've ever seen is don't text while driving commercials. Don't text while driving signs. So I just thought we weren't yeah. supposed to do this already. So why are y'all fucking? We are not. And I swear to like, God, that's all I see is everybody just texting on their phone, trying to drive, and, and I love it. Like, just I know, pull them all I can over. Imagine, pull them over. I can, can I imagine how rest? many people have crashed though. No, you know for what I'm real. I know. I know a couple of people. I ain't gonna put y'all Here's on blast, but I already know There's what you did last summer. I know what you did last summer. Of like being available twenty four seven for whoever wants to get a hold of you whenever they want to get a hold of you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh. I'll, I'll text you back when I feel like it. Like yeah, why I was are driving. So I couldn't even text you. That's a whole other excuse so to go somebody. Like I'm sorry, I was driving. I could. I didn't even see that. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't there like to answer text messages. Use it, ladies. I have 360 un. Ladies in your whole messages. phase, use driving as an excuse not to have text them back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. So they passed another law as well too. Something about I don't. I don't. I think it's something about using derogatory uh, terms or something towards people or i don't know if it was specifically for lgbtq plus community or something like that it was a something that recently just got passed and and made law that it was illegal tell us what we think about a law that you don't know what the law is yeah well that's what it's based on (laughs) the law that i heard that just got passed was not derogatory terms i thought it was the law that businesses could turn away people from the lgbtq um, Q plus community oh, no, if they didn't want to service them. That's the law that just passed. And that's just bullshit because that's fucking weird. That Why the, are you turning not down Not even money? a law. That's a Supreme Court ruling. I'll tell you yeah. what. I'm going to have to do my research on this. Yeah, yeah you're going to have to come back because I don't, I don't want to give an opinion because I don't know. And I'll <laughs> be driving not looking at my phone. I don't know what's up. I just feel like, you know, we don't even have the constitutional rights anymore. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I understand society right. evolving. Here's the thing about rights, though. They're always um, up for being taken away, which is why they always have to continually which be fought for. Which is why they for. were written down in the you first know? place. The people in power always want to retain power. Um, 
so it is on us and all of you and i know my hood i know we don't vote i know we don't vote i know we don't go vote. register to go vote. register to vote what's and wrong vote. with you just vote i ain't gonna lie i voted for the first time and i was happy as hell you i know will tell you this i work with a yeah, lot of government agencies and i look at a lot of funding mm -hmm. that comes through federal government state government city government the neighborhoods who have a high voting percentage their community gets considered for stuff and when so go vote. because the only thing they care about is getting reelected. Yep. so if you don't vote at all then we don't they do not care they're not going to try to get your vote they're not going to give us any money they're That's not going to help your neighborhood like that. yeah they do not care and the census too right the, the census, the census is, is how important. many people are there and how many of those people will vote for me that's but how does that work about. when you come from an undocumented community, though? Like, people are like, I don't even want you knowing mean, I'm living here. You know what I'm saying? Like The thing with the census is, though, it doesn't matter how many people you say are in your house. You don't have to say if they're legal or not. Okay. You know? So yeah. the census is a little different. Um, but it does contribute to that type there of are, it, there There's definitely the fear, um, for <clears throat> sure. But it's specifically designed to count every person regardless of status i don't know i think for people who grow up in urban communities you know what i'm saying feel like they really don't have a voice like we're so accustomed to struggle like we anything we got we had to go get it on our own like so go take your voice go take it go you know. listen mr run for politics you're a politician you really uh, are a politician you know? <laughs> take the voice be the voice because you the see the people that the people. run did you do you see who our congressperson you probably don't our <clears throat> congressperson is so boring and lame and like how listen <laughs> like how in how general, did this person even get elected it's like Tana this Dar is what something. they mean also like who, by how? systematic yeah. oppression because they set up however motherfucking long ago when everything even after slavery was being pushed out and then black and brown people got pushed into certain communities and white people got pushed into certain communities that created systematic oppression because just as a system now because of how everyone was treated even though people do have rights now to go vote um, and try to change the things that are happening in their cities. That's just not what we have been taught generationally because everybody yeah. was too concerned trying to put food on the table, too concerned mm -hmm. trying to um, raise their babies, yeah. too concerned too. trying to make sure they didn't sleep on the street. Um, and these are still very important problems, but you have to take the time out of our regular daily struggles to go and do this because it's important because nobody's gonna change it for Exercise us. Exercise your rights so you don't lose them. Period. No, yeah, Period. definitely. I, I learned to value freedom, uh, my rights, because, you know, when you mm -hmm. go to prison, they take everything from your socks, your drawers, your and your dignity mm, not and, your drawers and, and your dignity the socks and the drawers you know that's the first thing and then Damn. after you take my drawers you want nigga to bust it open <laughs> your drawers bust it open after you drop down your not drawers bust it not bust yeah. <laughs> so you know everything after that I mean what uh, what do I have left now you know what, not what do I have left after that it's like fuck you know <laughs> not the Damn. picture of a lot of busting it open I in my head they, 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 teach you, <laughs> they teach you everything's a I was not ready I was not ready for that image <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying for those who didn't understand what dignity meant, you know oh, what I'm saying? Man, warn me next time. <laughs> I had tears in my eyes. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, man, they teach you that everything in life is a privilege and that everything got to be Bust earned, it open, you know? Tatiana. Bust it. Bust it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. I'm dead. I can't stand him. <laughs>
So, um, what's the future of Fantasma, man? Like, like, what are some of the events that you haven't done yet that you would like to do, or like, how do you guys come up with the ideas? We want to do saying? a family game night with the Steve Harvey of Detroit hosting it. Ooh, show. like a game show. Ooh, a Sunday brunch game Ooh. game day. Yeah, a family, a feud. family feud. Hood feud. Hood oh, feud. With hood the family labio. feud. Let's yeah. not take it too hood, hood feud because that sounds like shooting. <laughs> but yeah. that's crazy. No, that yeah. would be dope. That though. would be cool. I mean, <clears throat> we're always looking for something that's going to attract new customers for the vendors, really. So a different like genre of people who want to come spend money or people from the hood who want to spend money in the hood is always good to support your local businesses instead of like Yankee Candle, buy a homemade candle from some of our vendors. Um, now, what do you Gucci, think is I'm a good like, idea that you want to do? Why buy Gucci when they don't know you? Buy from the hood that knows you. Yeah. Um, keep I your like money that. there. I like that. I like that. Keep, keep your money, your money in the hood. <clears throat> I mean, besides the family feud, well, I remember kind of some of the ones that we were talking about. You know what? We should host a it's cornhole tournament or something. <laughs> a cornhole yeah, tournament. Some type of tournament. Oh, like a beer bong tournament? We I don't know. Before, something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that. I've, I heard Listen. that they've been throwing cornhole tournaments around and... Uh, I think we could host one and it'd be dope. Shoot us your ideas, y'all. Our Actually, yeah. <laughs> DM us your ideas. What do you want to see? see? What type of event would you like to attend? But um, also, we're just over time all the time. Like, literally, I wish that our scattermind brains could tell you the whole list of event ideas that we literally had to erase <laughs> off the board because we didn't have time. But we're just mm-hmm. sitting there trying to be creative, like she said, trying to see what new group of people we can bring in to reintroduce them to our s- vendors, our small businesses, because that's really the main pur- purpose of what we're doing. And with every new event that we do, idea as well, it allows us to pay new entertainment, get other types of um, dancers, producers, singers, this, that, that, DJs, whoever to come out mm-hmm. and do what we do. So that's kind of where we're going with it when we're thinking about what we come up with but i don't know we had a lot of ideas that just definitely that also that we couldn't afford either oh yeah (laughs) there is a budget it's not a big budget budget. there's a budget um and we got to split that budget up over multiple multiple weeks 33 um we did this year just to make sure because when we're closed our vendors are closed you know, so I, when we're I, not there, they're not making money. I can imagine what your contact book looks like, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are literally connected. Spreadsheet there. of 500 Were you able contacts. to get the elotes and the paleta guy? Yes, we were. They were Ooh. the first ones that reached out to. <laughs> I'm excited. I can't wait. He oh, love elotes. They have contacts for everything you could think of. I yeah. know. I know, mm-hmm. man. Uh, we're going to have tattoo piercing going on. We're going to have uh, tattoo, tattoos painting. and piercings, face paintings, bouncy house, Dunk Tank. Dunk your hood celebrity. Show, that was Jose that was Rivera. Detroit Dunk your favorite hood celebrity. Uh, Court Town Frenchie's going to be there. I mean, you can go there. You can get whatever you You can buy a dog. Motor you can, City uh, Bulls get will a be tattoo. there with pictures of their dogs. You can buy some tacos. <laughs> you, can, you know, whatever you oh, want to do, Rennie man. Shade. Instagram slideshow. <laughs> and shout out, man, to all the, all the uh, you know, everybody who volunteered, man, to be able to perform. Shout out to Coco Butterfly, Golden Gambit. Uh, Sombra, Los Astros I mean just MBD Slizzy MBD Rambo and I mean we got uh, uh, Baby Bell she (laughs) she performing Uh, we got man we got a long list of people man if I didn't name you you oh Victorino definitely Victorino Who's off the grid right now? Bad chasing bugs he's off the grid he posted that he was he was leaving the gram 
on his story. I had a request, Ooh. though. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> what y'all talking? Some mess? <laughs> some messy shit? See how we are? ADD. Some She's social media ADD. messy Boom. shit? It's not messy. And like public humiliation and we like do. calling out people. We do. That's, That's how we, we love. That's how we love. That's how you take self-accountability and move forward. That's how we love. Public hey, humiliation. Public humiliation. So today, with everything that we see in society, do you think social media is beneficial? Yes. Or do you think it is? it destroyed its own purpose? I think it destroyed everything. But <laughs> it also <laughs> brought a whole new world along with it. But I do truly think, like, I'm not going to lie. I grew up in a household with, like, a crazy-ass mom. And part of having that crazy-ass mom was that she was raised in the 80s. And that shit just didn't exist. So yeah. me getting raised in the early 2000s, like, um, I was from... I feel like I had an interesting generation where I seen everybody go from house phones to government phones to blackberries to not obama phones getting a shout yeah, out you know what i mean <laughs> no seriously and i watched it all like change while i was being a kid to like everyone having computers and video games and all this but i lived in a house where it was like you don't get none of that so we were off the grid playing outside till the street lights came on like the same way y'all were you know mm -hmm. and then i realized like after getting on social media and seeing how like people operate um why trends are a thing why everyone acts a certain way why everyone feels like they have to live a certain lifestyle that's so far out of their own city's means or like things of that nature that uh, my brain couldn't um grasp before i literally used to not be able to comprehend why people acted a certain way because all the way up till me being like 16 17 i didn't get an instagram until then so i was going through the first whole entire half of high school, still not knowing like what the fuck was going on in the outside. Like seriously, people <laughs> would come oblivious. up to me. Yeah, people would come up to me and say like a trending meme, and I'd be like, "What?" It and does like, put a lot of pressure. I think a lot of pressure to take things to an extra level that's probably unnecessary. Um, Do you think parents did that to keep their kids safe? I mean, cause, I mean, yeah, no, because sure the parents did. of yeah. today, no, our age, grew up in the '90s, and, and shit was rough. You know what I I'm mean, saying? And I feel our like our hood was rough, but the society as a whole. I mean, you got to think all all the gangs that got indicted, everybody got indicted. Yeah, so in hundreds Southwest, of people went sure. to prison, and but and and it left a lot of single mothers to raise kids. And I feel like the best way for them to protect those kids was just to shelter them and not put them in the streets. We did you know. probably slingshot a little bit far to overprotectiveness. Um, mm. I think our generation in general <clears throat> did that with their kids. Like we didn't let them do anything. I didn't let I my kids out the house. Shit like ride your bike to the corner and come back when i was riding my bike miles away from my house when we were kids you know what i mean we were up to shit but i mean i think social media makes everybody believe that we should be a certain way instead of letting us just be who we are mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like yeah. people are real hard trying to keep up with everything they see um stop putting clear plastic bins in everything in your kitchen like Stop wasting money stuff on all like that. that. It's just like, stop wasting money on all that organizing your house and doing a huge balloon arch for your two-year-old's birthday party because that two-year-old does not care. Put that money in a bank account or an investment and save it for them. They do not care about the balloon arch. Stop trying to do everything for the gram. <laughs> no, seriously. No, for real. So you can afford their college and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's some stuff that we have to, like, is it more important for everybody to look at us as a celebrity um, and pay attention to me and be, like, the star of our own show? Or is it more important for us to be authentic humans and live for our family who's right here Ooh. and our friends who are right, right here right here. now but see that's the thing is a lot it's of us hard. weren't educated to think about the future because like 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 izzy was saying you know 
we live just to get through the day. We live for survival, you know what I mean? So nobody really ever thought about the future or plan for the future. Nobody nobody, well, I, it's nobody time. taught us how to save money. Everybody it's time like, because you know. because the one thing I will say about the Internet, all the knowledge of all the human beings up to this point is all in the palm of your hand. Every single thing yeah. that any human has ever yeah. figured out you can access that knowledge right now in the palm of your hand. So if you want to know something or how to do something or how to be different, do that. Spend time doing that and then go back to scrolling. You know what I mean? You got to balance and it out. And I feel like I definitely would put the overall internet and social media kind of in two separate categories as far as my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like, you know, like... And I always refer to prison because, God dang, I spent half my life in there. But <laughs> That's okay. That's my I'm childhood, he yeah. <laughs> but, My formative years. But, like, when motherfuckers go to prison, every like, people re- recreate themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've heard people tell stories that they heard from somebody else. You know? I mean, people go in there and they, they'll tell you that they're this and that, that they've done this and they can do this and they've been here and they've been there and they take other people's pictures and they show it to you and create a whole story to go with it and I think like sometimes in social media too like people can be going through the worst shit ever but the only thing you'll ever see is you know the smiles the good times just call me out and Nan's depression (laughs) just call me out and Nan's depression (laughs) get online today and you can check it out and I mean, I do you, what do you think uh-huh. that that does to a person? You know what I'm saying? Like do, where they can just settle with recreating themselves or just allowing people to know who they are according to what they want to show you. you know I think I mean? at the end of the day, it all stems from everybody having a sense of insecurity and a lack of feeling like we're enough just in general. Um, and that's kind of sad because I think every person's enough just being who they are. You know, we all are who we were meant to be. Um, we all have the ability to strive and be something great at whatever we're great at. And we all have the ability to be great humans. And that doesn't necessarily mean living in the biggest house or driving the baddest car. That means having the best heart and the best circle and the most fun and the m- more laughs than cries, you know? Definitely. And if we kind of took a step back and really looked at that, I think we'd all be a little better off. Oh yeah, Happier absolutely. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I believe in quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And just the it's qu- gratitude. That's really what the yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like the definition of gratitude. And, and be have people around you who are who are grat- grateful as well. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And um, we're perfect as we are, as you are. You are perfect. All of us are perfect. Yeah. We don't all need that BBL. <laughs> No, really. We all don't need the BBL. I would like to have a big booty, but would I be too much with the big booty? Yes, I would, which is why God did not give me a big booty. Do you know what I mean? And that's okay. I feel like I'm enough right now. I don't need it. (laughs) No, seriously. And that's like, that's another thing. Um, They say there's a lot of women who are taking a lot of their, all that stuff out now. Exactly. Because it's a trend and trends change. Like that's dumb. No, seriously. (laughs) I feel like I remember that started becoming a big trend around like 2016. Big lips, big asses, Kim Kardashian type stuff. And it's only stretched until now. Um, It's 2023. You know what I mean? But a lot of people have had incidents of health and people died. No, exactly. And that's what people need to realize. That's the lesson that's learned. That was the thing. Do you have to be... Ridiculous titties, right? That was like the Pam Anderson, only more... Mm-hmm. Anna Nicole, all of those, <laughs> right? <laughs> that was the thing. That, you know, the big ass titties, and then that went out of fashion. Everybody went to big ass booties. That's gonna go out. Of, <laughs> live long enough, it'll come back into style again. But your butt probably be sagging by then. So let's just 
Let's Shut just out. take it. That you are perfectly My thing is perfect. Living in reality sometimes mm-hmm. and not living on the internet because when I look outside in the real world and I'm out at events or I'm at the grocery store or I'm at the mall and I look at the women around me, the real women around me that are all beautiful and confident in their own ways they all fucking look different there's not one demographic of women i see they're all different heights they're all different shapes they're all different sizes they all have different hair they all have different skin tones because that's real people you know what i mean real everyday people real, real everyday people so exactly um and then when you go online like Usually you're a consumer of the things that you're seeing online. So a lot of the stuff that's being pushed is the one beauty standard, the one whatever the fuck that looks like at the time. And then you people need to actually go outside and touch grass. Look around you. Who's around you? Like, because I'm tired. Like, seriously. But I love Twitter. Girl, I you didn't have, have a meltdown on this. <laughs> I did. No, I did. Because people... I'm ready for people to start loving themselves for real and not just no, in yeah. the 2020 like online um, trend way where it happened. Not the self, not hashtag self love. Not the hashtag self love, <laughs> but the real self love because deep. It's deep, deep though. Oh. It's deep. <laughs> Bell wisdom. Bell wisdom. That's why we got healing circles, y'all. So you get to know yourself. So you can get that trauma up off you, man. You know? Ooh, get, to lo- get to learn yourself and get to love yourself. You that's know? a lot of your department. We don't deal with trauma over here. So don't, don't call that. Don't call the three of us to deal with trauma. I'm going to say I'm going to But you, you need a flyer. We're all going to look you. You need a hug. Oh, the holy water. Oh, you need a hug. The Lavio's office is down the hall. Smudge you with some of his OG kush. Get you together. I'm going to say I'm going to say I'm going to say we don't do trauma <laughs> uh, but we do have an inception uh program out there as well <laughs> that deals with trauma as well so inception uh, the world's first mental health gym yeah no doubt a lot about of be hitting all, all listen and you are a salesman DSDC. because you hit all the the drops all of the mentions all of the, Look at yeah, the successful yeah, promotion yeah. uh-huh i'm gonna call you casey Kasem, but like <laughs> And I grew up on case uh-huh. Or maybe like Ryan Seacrest. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seacrest. Yeah, no, no, Act like you do this for a living. Yeah, oh yeah, I do. Shit. What Until episode somebody is this? Cut a check. Somebody. 95? 95? 95? <laughs> 95? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. But listen, man, Um, I had a blast with you guys today. Um, I, 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 I love, you know, working with you guys. I respect you guys so much. Uh, you guys always positive, always productive. And, um, you know, you guys do so much to uplift people. You know, you guys, um, you know, always deserve a, a pat on the back. Um, let them know where they can find you, man. Each of you guys, let them know how they can reach you. And if they want some art done, <laughs> they want their logos made, you know, uh, let, let them know where you at. Um, you guys can hit me up on Instagram at NJ period Rivera. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Instagram at it's baby bell. I T Z B A B Y B E L L E. Ooh, don't follow me. <laughs> no, <laughs> you can email her. At, <laughs> you, you can, can email get a hold her. of us, uh, at Phantasma market and cafe, um, on all of the social channels and urban um, graphics. Urban graphics is our print shop. Uh, you can email me to sign up for business class. Uh, yeah, Anita Zavala at dhdc1.org. But 
I don't be posting like that because you can't follow. I keep my jokes to my jokes are for my friends and family. (laughs) (laughs) My jokes are for. But listen, man, tap in. They'll get you together. You know, if you don't have no direction, you want to start a business, or you got a business and you don't know the next step, come holler at Anita. She'll definitely give you some good guidance, some good advice, help you get on your feet. Um, Shout out again, man, to all my people who've been showing me love, who've been showing me support. Uh, Big shout out to Urban Graphics. They've been holding me down. Uh, shout out to Martell Law, hashtag Mr. Not Guilty. Um, you got you, you kept you a, catch you a dope case. You get yourself in trouble anywhere from Southwest to Ink Town. We want in, man. So holla at my <laughs> man. Come in here shout for out a to LA Landscape <laughs> and uh, you know all all my people who've been showing love, man. Make sure you guys show up July 7, 12, 11, Trumbull Summer Bell. It's gonna be all the way live, man. So uh, we gonna close we this one it. out. See you guys. Uh, next Monday, and uh, you guys be safe and uh, and, and be safe around the fireworks too. Living in that American dream, killing when you walking with This has been an episode of Real Everyday People, part of the El Nino Podcast. Check out the El Nino Podcast live on Facebook every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. And for full episodes, the El Nino Podcast is available on Facebook and YouTube.